Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Her Sweet Spot Lunch and Learn. Sweet mates, I am your host, Marsha Guerriere, today's trainer and mentor, and I'm excited to come to you this afternoon for your lunch and learn on all about time management. Now, if you are not familiar, if you're watching, you may be watching on uh, our live stream or listening to the Her Sweet Spot Experience podcast. And we invite you to head on over to hersweetspot.com. If you are a registered member, click on the events page and talk to us, let us know comment in the stream if you have any questions we're going to get right into exactly time management what is it what can we do to improve it right guys it's all about time management right now one of the things and the popular conversations that i've been having with many people has been all around burnout and i'm so excited to bring a very dynamic conversation to the Her Rise Conference this year, happening October 15th and 16th. Register um, at hersweetspot.com. We are going to be talking about how really to navigate burnout because it is the new normal. And time management skills and efficiencies is going to be key to making it happen. So let's get into it. All right, guys, today we're going to go over all about how to identify and eliminate time wasters, how to plan and prioritize effectively. We're going to help you with some key tips on defining goals and make time-wise decisions. We're going to learn how to capitalize on prime and commuting time. We're going to avoid procrastination. And let's talk about how to handle some emergencies and what truly is an emergency, right? We make things up in our mind as to what emergencies are, right? We're going to also break it down into these uh, uh, sections. We're going to talk about common time wasters, how to plan and prioritize effectively, again, goal and decision making, and really how procrastination, communication, interruptions and emergencies are the biggest time wasters that we have. What are some benefits of managing time? Guys, if you have any questions, please drop it in the chat. Let me know um, who's watching and where you are watching. Why do you need to know about time management? It's a real simple question and Many people think they don't need to take a time management course and they, they could handle it on their own. But the truth is we need to know about time management because we want you to be able to manage your time so that you can enjoy the benefits that you say you want. As a solopreneur, people get into entrepreneurship. People want to advance into leadership roles at work, not understanding the added responsibilities and work and tasks that will come along with it. Some of the benefits to managing your time will be you become more productive, you'll make fewer mistakes, you'll have less stress, 
more time to do an even better job. I wrote good job here, but even better job because you're already doing a good job and you will have more success as a result of managing your time effectively. What are some of those common time wasters that we, and I mentioned in the beginning, let's begin by identifying some of those time wasters. Uh, tell me if you, tell me in the chat if you can recognize any of these things. So many people waste a lot of time reacting instead of acting around the things that you are doing on a day-to-day -day basis. What's going on around you instead of determining how you can interact and shorten the time you have for, for tasks, right? You bounce from one task to another without making much headway in anything. I say right now, multitasking is killing most of us. Most of us are in a position right now where we're doing the most. And I, you know, if you communicate with me, you'll, you know how you, you send an email and you forget to actually um, put the attachment in there as per, here's my attachment. And then you forget the attachment because that's team doing too much. We're doing too much, right? And we're at, reacting. Not thinking far enough ahead is another huge common time waster that many of us have. Some people fail to put enough time into upfront planning for their work, determining priorities, deciding how things will be done, anticipating problems, and so forth and so forth, right? But if you don't plan effectively, you can't work effectively. Can I say that again? If you don't plan effectively, you can't work effectively, right? I'm in tech. One of the biggest things that we do and the most important steps in building out new technology and building out new software is the planning phase. One that's often forgotten by many people. And sometimes when you think you, you do plan often and then you skip that planning phase and you try to step ahead of things, you it will come back to bite you in the end. We have a Facebook user that says, I definitely need to start planning my schedule a month in advance. Absolutely. Even if it's not a month, if you want to give yourself two week blocks, because the thought of planning an entire month can be overwhelming to some people. But it is important to think ahead, right? Another time waster is, again, the inadequate preparation, which is really about the planning. Too often, people don't take enough time to prepare for the task ahead. Instead of gathering all your equipment, all your materials, all the data information that you need before you start, we often jump right in and waste time later on because we're not uh, um, properly organized. We don't have that, um, you know, manufacturers like streamline of things so that you could, you could go from one thing to the next, right? For many people, the real king of time wasters is procrastination. Procrastination is a huge killer. We keep putting things off, wasting valuable time, thinking that how many people now out there, we are all working from home. Many people have spent the last 18 months working from home 
And I've been working from home actually full-time for um, over five years now. And in the beginning, you think you have time to get the laundry done, to get, you know, you, you, you normally make your bed in the morning and maybe you're like, oh, I'll come back up. I'll go, I'll go back to the bedroom and make the bed. Let me just log in. But then you realize you never had the time, right? Don't put things off. Don't wait until a better time appears to get something done. There's never a better time. Some more time wasters. Excessive attention to unimportant details. That goes along with what I call the perfectionist syndrome. When you are paying attention to every single detail rather than just the most important things. Excessive attention to unimportant details also needlessly eats up time. Of course, everyone wants to do things when they think is done right, actually. But the truth is when you um, concentrate on things that, that will not give you the results or not important to getting to the results that you're looking for, you're just adding on more things to your time that you actually don't need to accomplish. And the next one, many of us will say this is true for them, reluctant to ask for help. Sweet mates, you guys know, sweet masters that are inside our group coaching call, you know one of the biggest things that I preach and harp on is the ask, asking for help. You can't do this alone. I know we're solopreneurs, but solopreneur doesn't mean doing it alone. You have to get comfortable with asking for help. Waiting till the last minute for help, to ask for help, is not asking for help. You have to be comfortable to ask for help. Identify that pre-planned work will show you exactly where you may struggle or where you, um, that, that, that um, SWOT analysis that I love to talk about, the way your strengths and weaknesses are. And that's where from the planning phase, you should identify who can help and don't be afraid to ask for help, right? Huge time waster, the probably biggest time waster second to not planning and preparing. Uh, the next thing that we often do is failure to understand what needs to be done. And where does that come from, guys? It comes from the lack of preparation. It comes from the lack of planning. When we prepare and replan, we, we do that analysis of what should happen, what are the tasks and the activities that should come together to accomplish certain goals we won't waste as much time. Uncertainty about explanations, expectations. Ooh, child, fear. That's the end. That's really what it is. If I could have put it any more blunt, uncertainty about expectations, fear. Fear is another major time waster and will hold you up from getting ish done. Right? We are... Um, sitting around, not worried about what should, could happen if we move further in doing certain things. And the truth is, that's only going to set you back 
and, and make you procrastinate, right? Make you reluctant, the fear to ask. Those are all things that are contributing to your mismanagement of time. And I hope after today's session, you guys could kind of start to think about it. And, and as you go through your, your task and your, your daily um, activities, take note of what you're doing um, that's potentially wasting time. Here's some more common time wasters. Overcommitment. Child, I'm an overbooker. Can can I get a raise hand? I am um, trying to unlearn this. Yes, Chisholm. And recovering perfectionist right here. Yes, can I get another raise hand? Right? It, uh, we, are, we are all on the same page. I don't come to you because I'm better. I, I come to you because I've learned. I've, I've been through all of these things. Overcommitment. My calendar right now in the midst of planning for the Herbice Conference, which is a huge task for me. Hello, raising your hand, Joanne. I see you. It, it's a huge task for me, and I still want to be able to help others, right? It's easy to become an overcommitter, but when you take on too much, you often end up accomplishing very little. So let's work on the overcommitment part of, you know, we serve, we're here to serve, we serve, we serve our clients, we serve our families, we serve our jobs, but we have to learn the art of saying no, right? Absolutely. And another common time waster is that indecisiveness. When you are unable to make a decision with swift action and feel confident and not get stuck in fear. Again, all of the time wasters, they all kind of couple together. They go together and build up this huge bottleneck of wasted time. Good decisions can't be rushed. I'm not saying to make that every decision you have to make should be swift, but uh, there's some things that you know that you can put a time box on making those decisions. It's one thing that we do in tech. We put a time box on a lot of things. We give it a risk level. If this is a high risk, it needs to be done at a certain time. It needs to be done and here's the deadline to get it done. And we're not unsure, that unsurety of if we could accomplish it, guess what? I got 15 minutes to look for, you know, my son, I give him these time measurements all the time. You have five minutes to look for that toy you say you think you need to take with us to grandma's house. And if you don't find it within that time, sorry, Charlie. And he's like, why, mom? Because I, I'm teaching him the principles of time management even now. Poor organization. I, I keep saying everything's the number one <laughs> time waster, but poor organization goes down again with a as a very... Um, high item on the list of what time wasters um, are. When I know when I'm not organized, my mental state becomes sporadic. I am sometimes forgetful when my home is not organized, when my desk is not organized. 
I tend to feel a little bit scattered and I can't focus enough. So organization is a very key component to helping you manage your time, right? Rushing. Hello, how many of you guys could say, especially when you feel like you're rushing in the morning, rushing to get to work, rushing to make it to a meeting, and all of a sudden you lose your keys, you lose your glasses, it's on your head, you lose your shoe, like everything seems to be lost and to get lost in the time that you are rushing. Sometimes when I'm in that moment, because it happens to me too, I stop. I breathe, I call on the saints. I say, y'all gonna help me find these keys because I need to get in the core and get to where I'm going, right? Or making mistakes as you're typing because you're trying to rush that email out before you get to the next task because you're multitasking and then you get the typos. Perhaps you forget to send the attachment. It's all combined together to contribute to a great mismanagement of time. So what do we do to do better at time management? Number one, plan your time. I'm all about the planner life. I developed the Plan, Pray, Prosper Planner Kit that helps me combine goal setting, planning, and my spirituality. I make lists daily, weekly, and monthly. And if you are super uh, um, organized, plan them annually or quarterly and then take it down. Take go, go in the reverse direction. Start off with an annual plan, the roadmap to what you need to accomplish to advance to the next level at work or to allow yourself to make the type of revenue that you need to increase your engagement with your communities and your, your ideal client. Start with that annual look and then break down your time, your plan and your task quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily. And as you can see from that list, the big years focus will create steps that should be accomplished within milestones. So you create the roadmap and within that roadmap, you have milestones that allow you to achieve things easier and better. Never easier though, because it's still hard doing what we do, but when we break them down and we'll talk about you know, how, how to properly goal set um, later on. Prioritize your task. I told you one of the, I, these principles that I'm talking about and teaching you truly come from my many years working as an analyst and product owner in the fintech space and in technology and building softwares for um, institutional financial um, companies, right? So these are all the steps that big banks, big firms, big companies are using to effectively uh, manage projects. And we all work at those facilities. We all work at those companies. They have taught us everything. And it looks to us at times in the in the way of like a performance review or something that is, you know, big corporate um, structures. But the truth is there are things that could really, truly help you in your personal life 
professional blends into personal. Take everything you're learning, take everything that they're giving you at work and use it and apply it. It's a two-way street when we are working um, inside the workforce. So prioritize your tasks, right? Rank your tasks in the order of importance. Build in time for the unexpected. You, you know, I have someone, I have a friend who it from my house to her house, it's four miles. So to her, it's a four minute drive. But in actuality, building in time, I have to remind her the time of day, the traffic, and any other thing that could happen, an accident ahead of you, you got to build in time for that unexpected when you're working on projects. Build in time for internet delays, build in time for travel delays, build in time for, you know, I have a six-year-old, he's going to be seven. I have to build in time for those accidents that happen when I'm rushing out to, um, to do a live presentation and I have to drop him off somewhere. I have to build in time for that, uh-oh, that he may have. Look at everything that's surrounding you, what, who your family, who you're surrounded by, all of those things should help you build in proper time management and build those things into your schedule, right? Allow time for thinking and planning. I used to be like, I used to be worried when, my, when I first started in my industry, I would be worried when they'd give me so much time. And I'd be like, oh, one day they're going to find out I'm just sitting here thinking. But that's part of the process. That's part of advancing and planning out what could happen later on down the road as you are accomplishing the things that you're accomplishing. I really thought it was like, oh, I was getting away with something when my employers and my management teams would give me extra time to work on a project I knew should take me, you know, all right, it'll take me four hours, but they build in time for the unexpected. And that is very important. And for the time that it takes to think things through. How else can you prioritize your tasks? Remain flexible. We call it agile. I wonder if anybody else here is in the, the technology space and have heard of the term agile. It's how we have to remain flexible to increment change, use small tasks to accomplish big goals, right? As your day progresses, you may want to reassign your priorities. You know, you may see, okay, it took me too long in, in doing this task. Let me reprioritize either your meetings and or the, the to-do list that you have, right? Maybe you can do um, your laundry later on, right? Realize you won't finish everything. Ooh, we got to let go of the need. I saw... Um, Guys, I saw a, a, a Twitter thread about the things that they did um, to us as we were growing up in like elementary school, realizing that you get scolded for not finishing your work. Even now I'm dealing with Josh and the teacher sending me, oh, Josh didn't finish his spelling today. Okay, 
it's the first week of school. He probably won't finish his spelling because he thinks he's still on the playground, right? It's still summer brain. There, there are things you have to know, put in perspective and realize you just won't finish everything. Tomorrow will be here. Uh, roll over uncompleted items and reprioritize. Important step in really taking the time out to give yourself grace. I know you're hearing that a lot. I'm giving myself grace. Scale down. Ladies, um, uh, scolded for not eating all the food on your plate. Yes. And now we overeat because we were, we were forced back then to eat everything on our plate. And it's something I had to really as a new parent with a with a young child, I'd, my parents, oh, we fight all the time because they're like, Josh didn't finish his plate. And I say, it's okay. He'll either come back to it or when he wants some more food, he'll come back and ask more. We have to allow ourselves to realize not everything could get done at once, right? So guys, at this point, we talked about the benefits of, mat of managing your time effectively, why you should plan and prioritize effectively. Let's see in the chat if you guys have any questions. Uh, Chisholm says, I started a new job and I'm trying to find what, uh, what to fill my free time with. Well, if you have free time and you started a new job, I say do nothing. That's also something to do. Hello, somebody. Doing nothing and self is self-care. Giving yourself the time to actually do nothing. If you had just started the new time, guess what? They're giving you grace because you're new. So they're letting you think that this is going to be it. But soon enough, it's going to get hectic. End of year for some industries gets super hectic. So they're about to hit you in the head, child. I really think you just have to accept this downtime because soon enough, it'll rev back up. It, you know, these things ebb and flow. They come in and they go out and, and the cycle of busy changes, right? Except for some who re remain in that busy state all throughout and that's what we talk about being the new normal. Burning out is the new normal. And it's really just managing through all of that. Um, uh, Chisholm says she's currently unlearning to overeat. It's hello. It, it's something that we do have to reprogram and, and change the things that we were taught back in the day. Uh, Joanne says, Marsha, how do you know when to let a task go altogether and accept it won't get done? That's a very great question. You know when, one, you've assessed your milestone. Have you reached the time to get that task done? And the prioritization of that task or that um, thing that you need to get done. Where does it sit on the priority scale? right? And is it something worthwhile taking it to the next phase, the next day, the next week? It's really the planning that'll help answer that question for you. 
right? If it's low on the priority scale and it took a little longer than you anticipated and it won't bring you much closer to your goal, then it's probably not worth doing, right? It's probably not worth doing. So you have to analyze and your priority, the amount of time you have taken, what time is left to complete it, and does it bring you closer to your goal? Hope that answered the question. All right, you are so welcome. Let us, I'm praying for you, girl. I'm praying for you. We praying for each other, let's just say. So let's talk about how to define some goals, right? This is the part of the session. We'll look at goals and time-wise decision-making. In order to prioritize tasks effectively, you need to have clear goals. You, you know, uh, um, the, pil- the four pillars of her sweet spot are mindset, money, marketing, and media. And for me, mindset is the start of it all. And that's why those the four pillars go in that order. You have to have the right mindset and goal setting is really part of that pillar. It is what allows you to see clearly what you want to get done and to see clearly what the things you need to do um, to, to achieve your goals. A lot of time is wasted when people put effort into activities that won't directly impact their bottom line, whether it's advancing in jo- at work, getting a new job, advancing at work, or building up a client list, or building up and growing and scaling your business, reaching certain uh, revenue goals, right? What should you do as part of defining your goals? Set short-term objectives, right? Short-term objectives is basically tasking. There's tasking is what I call it. Create small tasks that will help you further along and adjust them as those things change. Joanne is part of the question you just asked. Adjust your objectives as the conditions change. Defining goals requires first determining the desire and results. What are we trying to achieve? Are you trying to make it to six figures in your business? Well, what do you need to do? Stop charging uh, bottom basement prices could be the first thing, right? Maybe you are doing everything. Maybe you are doing the things, but you're, you're working in fear and not charging and not pricing things effectively, efficiently, right? What exactly do you need to achieve? Short-term goals, objectives, are the means of achieving those goals, right? There are steps that make must that you must take to successfully arrive at your goal. And when you do all of these things and do it in preparation and in planning, ultimately you'll achieve the results that you want. Make time-wise decisions. Which way do we go? Which way do we go? Which way do we go? To manage your time effectively, you also need to make time-wise decisions about what you're doing. The speed and accuracy with which you are able to make decisions will help you get more done in less time. Now, I'm not saying that you have to rush through every decision, but when you do have that 
pre-planning and that you use that free thinking time that you plan, that you bake into your plan, it helps you make decisions a lot faster. It helps you know and understand your business, your job, your career, what's expected of you so that you actually do make faster decisions. When you gather all the facts, you consider the consequences, you may do a SWOT analysis on a project. SWOT analysis is not just for um, big businesses. It's for everyone. Everyone at every level doing everything, right? Talk it over with someone you trust. Inside her sweet spot, the sweet mates are just remarkable at really sharing good, bad, and ugly with each other and helping each other through difficult decisions, right? It's important that you do have a network of people that you can talk to, that understand what you're going through. It's not going to be your family. It's not going to be your, your friend that um, doesn't want to achieve the level of things that you want to achieve, right? And then choose the best available option in that time frame. It might not be the best later on down the road and you have to pivot and that's okay. But for the moment you're making that decision, choose the best option for you at the moment. And remember that you can revise that decision if things don't work out, but don't sit in that don't work out. Don't sit in that place where you are realizing you've taken the wrong route. Turn back around. Turn back around before you get to Wisconsin and you meant to go to Boston. Turn around, right? It's important that you identify those mistakes sooner rather than later. <laughs> Joanne says, LOL, right? You're on the road, you're going the wrong way. Oops, I went north and I was supposed to go south. You, you, you can tell. I didn't see this the last time I drove down this way. You know, you'll know. Because you are the genius behind what you do. You know, you know your work. You know your, um, your business. You know the things that you have to do. And when you see things going wrong, it's like relationships. You know when that man is going a little left. But you sit in them longer and longer and longer. And sometimes we got to make decisions sooner. Another great way is to, to, to effectively manage uh, time is to capitalize on prime time. And if you're old enough, you know Deion Sanders and prime time is the right time. When you have the most energy, when you have the fewest interruptions, many mompreneurs such as myself or um, many women um, in, with families, they pick early morning as their prime time because everyone's still sleeping because they like their sleep, right? The house is quiet. So a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of CEOs will tell you that the wee hours early in the morning is their prime time because they have the fewest interruptions, right, at home. Do you, you guys know what your prime time is? Do you have a prime time? And do you use your prime time effectively? Tell me in the chats if you have a prime time and you're using your prime time. My prime time is late at night. After I wind down, get Josh sleep and the house is dark and quiet, 
before I go to bed, I know this is the time for me to get things done. And my energy level actually shifts and increases at that time as well. And it might just be because that's a habit that I created for myself. If you're not sure what your prime time is, pay close attention next week and identify some of those times that you feel most energetic and you're like, what should I do with this time? Yes, my time is 11 to 3. That's a that's a really good time because you, you finished. Sometimes if you're a parent, that morning time when you're trying to rush people out is real hectic. So yeah, that 11 to 3 time, that's another great time block in the day. And just pay attention to what works for you. If you haven't thought about it before, now's a good time to, to start thinking about what it is and, and prioritizing your schedule accordingly. So how can we avoid procrastination? The big P word, procrastination in time management. Break a large job into smaller parts. Big goals become small goals. Do the easy parts first. No brainer. What do you excel at? Do the things that you are most proficient at in the early part if it is manageable, if um, there are no dependencies on the things that you have to do. Do the easier parts first. Do the things that come natural to you. Do the things that are easiest to you or bring you most joy. And when it comes to the things that you don't like too much, face it head on. And for some people, that's what you do first. For some people, facing that unpleasant task first is important because then you're going to woosaw and you've eliminated fear You've eliminated the, um, you know, we create these these thoughts in our mind and we create extra projects and the multitask that we need to do when we know that we have to do something that is a little bit more challenging and something that we don't love. Get rid of it. Like I tell my son every day, you want to come home and you want to play? Get rid of your homework. Homework is his unpleasant task. As soon as you get home, sit down, write your spelling words, write your sentences, do your ABCs write your math, and then guess what? You get to play or you get to read your book, which is something you know that comes easier for him. So doing the unpleasant things sometimes, first, sometimes is the best way to avoid procrastination. And like I said earlier in the stream, time boxing, timing yourself to get something done especially when you're experienced at it. And I know most of you are the experts in your industry and in your field, and you should know, and you will know how long things take. If it is your first time doing a particular task, time box it so you'll know it for the next time. So pay attention to time and reward yourself. Sweet mates here inside her sweet spot, you guys know that at the end of each month, we celebrate wins and successes, and we talk about how we reward ourselves. A little cookie, a little chocolate ice cream, a trip to anywhere in, you want to go, whatever that is, when you reach those milestones, it's important to stop and do a little celebration and learn from your experience. 
learning from your experience. Like I mentioned before, if you don't know how long it takes to do something, time it and write it down. That will help you move things further along the next time you have to do it. A huge major uh, time blocker are interruptions. We mentioned that. So how can you manage interruptions? Set limits on them. Have people get to the point. Many people call me and they want to just like talk and tell me from childhood to today about something that they just occurred in a minute ago. But child, let's just get to the point. Let's. I, I got a short time. I picked up your call, but let's get to the point, right? Deal with the issue on the spot. Sometimes you say, okay, I'll come back to it. But coming back to something sometimes will cause the bottleneck of, um, you know, missed time management later on. So if you have to assess the situation, see if it's something that you can fit in to the time that you are experiencing it in order to overcome it. But deal with it, stand up, circle around, right? Conclude the conversation firmly. Be straight to the point. We don't have time to mismanage other people's situations and them interrupting us, especially if you, you are managing teams, if you are managing a, a big family. These are things that are important for you to effectively manage your time. And people treat you how you, you show them to treat you, right? So if they see that you respect your time, they come to you and say, hey, is now the right time? Or when is the right time? And if someone comes and interrupt you, it is okay for you to say, now is not a good time. I will deal with that at X amount of time. Because you know what your schedule is like. It is okay to set those limits and to set the boundaries and to say, you know what? I need a minute. I can't deal with this right now. Come back to me later. Um, Joanne says, I've turned off all notifications on my phone. It really helps from being distracted. Yes, so important when you are trying to focus. Um, I need to start unpleasant tasks first. It's, it could really, really be a game changer for you if you just like rip that Band-Aid off, do the tasks that are unpleasant and most challenging and um, move things along for you. Controlling communications. We are in a digital world, honeys. And I know, sweet mates, you guys are, my, my phone is right here. I have another laptop right here. I have two monitors right here. I am in a world, we are in a world of too much communication. We can't not over communicate anymore. But you have to control your phone and emails when you are trying to focus and zero in on accomplishing things, right? You, you don't have to get that phone call every time it rings on the first ring, on a half a ring. Sometimes I used to be, I used to be guilty. They would say, well, damn, Marsha, it didn't even ring. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I was just on my phone. But the truth is I was like addicted. And where did I learn that? Corporate America culture. When the Blackberries, you know, I've been out here long enough and Blackberries were first handed out 
first of all, you could wait till you got to a position of where you were important enough to get a BlackBerry. And so I got to that point, I was important and I got a BlackBerry. And so then you think, oh my God, I got to respond. The employer wants you to respond. And for a time, I think they, they did believe that. But now we've come to a place where uh, mental health is important, boundaries are important, and companies are learning that I don't have to answer you right away. I don't have to pick up right away. Even customers set the expectation. When you you have um, every email system, including Google G Suite, allows you to put an order responder. I will get back to the BlackBerry, right? <laughs> I will get back um to this email expect a response within 24 to 48 hours it doesn't have to be immediately okay put on your schedule when you will make phone calls i i have days these are my coaching days these are my um teaching days these are my interview days and these are the days where i solely focus on um administrative work in my side hustle because we have full jobs if you're like me you have full jobs you have a side hustle you're running a full-time side hustle business you have to prioritize and you have to organize and categorize all the things you need to do in your business we're solopreneurs we're doing almost everything on our own until you could get that team that will support you so having days where you handle meetings, calls, and administrative tasks are very important for every solopreneur. Emergencies. Emergencies are another one of those things. Oh my God, you have to drop everything because I need this right now. You know, you can't let these unexpected events, depending on them, if nobody's bleeding or almost dead, you can't let it really throw a monkey wrench into your whole day, especially on a tight deadline, especially when, you know, you've set a milestone and you're this close to achieving it. And then one more uh, will get that ball over the net, right? Spend only as much time as necessary on these emergencies as you need to and delegate. Return to your, um, your established schedule as quickly as possible. Emergencies will happen, but the sooner you get back to doing the thing you were doing or that you need to get done, the better you will be at closing out the loop and getting that task done. Think about why the emergency happened. Prioritize emergencies. Is it an emergency that has to be handled right now? Is it something that could wait? Is it something that you can put a Band-Aid on, stop the bleeding, put a tourniquet around it er, till we get to the hospital? Can you do that with the task and, and thing that you need to accomplish, right? Think about what it is. Anticipating problems is, again, one of those things that we talk about you should do in the beginning. So when these emergencies show up, hopefully you'll have a plan on how to address them. Right, guys? All right, guys, this is the end of our presentation. So I wanted to just give you a couple of reminders of what we talked about today. Time is one of your most valuable assets. To make the best use of your time, plan, prioritize, and define goals. Make time 
wise decision, not time wasting decisions. Try to avoid procrastination as best as possible, easier said than done. But if you plan, prioritize and define your goal properly from the beginning, you could help yourself avoid procrastination. Capitalize on that prime time and handle emergencies effectively. I am Marsha Guerriere. I'm the founder of Her Sweet Spot and the lead coach here um, with all my sweet masters and sweet mates. Let me know, guys, in the chat if you have any further questions before we go. And if you're not already a member of Her Sweet Spot, please join us inside Her Sweet Spot as a sweet master. And um, always take the conversation back to our activity feed inside Her Sweet Spot. Log on, go to activity, and you know ask the questions if you are unable to do it here. If you are listening to us via the Her Sweet Spot experience, go on over to hersweetspot.com, uh, create your account, become a sweet master, and tell us how what one thing you will do to improve your time management. That is all I have for you today. You know how I end each workshop and broadcast. When we empower each other, we all rise. Bye-bye for now.